0: so I took the liberty of milking your cow for you. Yeah, it took a little while to get her warmed up, she sure is a stubborn one. Oof. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. <laughs> 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 That'll warm up your morning. You know, if you're ever in doubt, if the cow has just one teat, do not milk it. Your bro learned that the hard way. And that is me. It's Kitten. <laughs> You know, for a couple of months now, I've been uh, neglecting going to the gym. And I've been kind of specking into the fat boy class of life. So I was uh, in the supermarket today. And um, uh, there was this guy who came in the same time as me. And we bought basically the same things. So chips, soda and chocolate. So I go to put the bag in my car. And go into the pizza place across the street. And the guy was there. We had both ordered a large pizza... For takeaway. So I kind of want to ask him, Mood Kindred, are you also a piece of shit? Because that is kind of uh, the general feeling you get when you guzzle down a large pizza with chips and chocolate playing WoW on a Saturday night. You piece of shit. You disgust me, you fucking milksop. And in addition to being a piece of shit, I have also discovered I might not be as straight as I once thought I was. Because uh, for a couple of months now I've been watching this uh, streamer called Finster. And Finster is a crossdresser, a femboy. And femboys are guys who either look feminine, talk feminine, act feminine or dress as feminine. Or rather a combination of those four, generally presenting themselves in a feminine manner. And if you search up Finster on TikTok, most of his videos are these thirst traps. And um, if you don't hear him speak, he looks 100% like a woman. Even though he has a masculine voice, it doesn't bother me as much as I would think it would. So guess what? Muscle mommies, god chicks and milfs are out, fanboys are in. Tis the season. And what a lovely season it is. Man, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Though in general, I'm not your typical drug-taking guy. Uh, <laughs> I have done so on several occasions, and that has been mostly due to the crippling awkwardness of people who <laughs> take drugs, because they can't like sit there and do their thing next to a guy who is not uh, partaking. So they will just, hey, yeah, you wanna, you wanna hit? It? You you wanna line? Sure, man. And that has been my stance on drugs for most of my drug-taking days. I will never pay for it, other than that one time uh, I got busted for it. (laughs) So I have been just this huge leech these last 7-8 years and I'm perfectly fine with that. But the first time I did cocaine, uh, I was uh, at this bar I used to drink at and after closing hours they didn't send me away because I knew them quite well so I would just Stay there, help out, get a, like a free soda or something. But at the end of their shift, one of the guys, he just pulled out this huge bag of cocaine. Uh, I believe they call that an eight ball. And man, these guys were just very experienced with it because they were just doing line after line after line. And uh, one of the guys, uh, he offered me a hit. And this other guy who was a friend of mine, he was adamant. No, you can't give him that much. He is going to fucking die. <laughs> so we settled on half and I did not like the experience because cocaine, it goes into your nose and then just travels travels into the back of your throat. And I hated that. I was gagging. I, th- I thought I was going to throw up, man. So I didn't get the great experience of cocaine because I was too busy just focusing on that awful awful fucking feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the second time I did coke was uh, when I was out uh, at the club and drinking and dancing with a couple of acquaintances. So we decided to have an after party and so we took the bus home to this guy and on the bus I meet uh, an old school friend of mine who I hadn't seen in years at that point. So we just talking, catching up. And all of a sudden he just pulls out this rolled up money note and says, Hey, this is Coke. You want it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I still got the awful feeling, but that time it, it was better. Now I, I was more energized, having fun, like more loosey-goosey. And the third and most recent time was uh, was this summer when I was uh, visiting a couple of friends of mine who I m- met on Discord. And... I had no expectation for the night because we hadn't planned on drinking that night, but suddenly we get together at this guy's apartment and like we drink chat a bit, and suddenly like all of the guys pull out their own bag of cocaine. <laughs> so they were cutting and making lines for hours and I, and I had a couple of lines and I said, "You know I can buy in on this, you know I, I don't want to feel like a leech." And they respond to me, no, fuck you, you're going to take the lines, you're on vacation, enjoy yourself. It's on us. And so we were just drinking, snorting, shooting the shit, just genuinely having fun. I had such a great time that night. I felt like genuine love for these guys. And I, this is kind of the best time I've had in years. Like, I've never felt that sociable. And at that point, I realized how fucking dangerous that drug is. Because who in their right mind wouldn't want to feel like this every fucking day? And had I the contacts back home and the money to continue to buy it, I, I'm pretty sure I would have just continued. <laughs> so if uh, if you ever uh, try, do make sure to check yourself like every time you do it. Because that slope is slippery, you know? Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No, I thought not. It's not a tale the Jedi would tell you. Cause Darth Plagueis the Wise discovered that YouTube is just rife with nudity. Like it's filthy with softcore porn, naked yoga, <laughs> um, ladies milking themselves, and shaving themselves. And then you also have scenes from softcore porn movies, like Naked Massage and like stuff. The world is your oyster with nudity on YouTube. The YouTube moderator team is equated to a blind fucking donkey in this regard. You fucking donkey. Jive ass turkey! And there are these hipsters that will actively go on Pornhub and seek out vintage porn. For some reason. Oh, it was so much better back then. I love the bussy! I love the bush! Like, bro! And then, uh, I'm pretty sure there's also a class of people who go to YouTube exclusively to get their fix. Like, Yeah man, get it! Oh, I love that naked tribe lady! Oh, so fucking hot! Oh, and naked yoga! Oh, yeah! Ugh, they were lovely boobies! Naked booba! Just, bro... <laughs> but, but I can't really say shit about this. Because I when I was young, I used to jack off the, these ladies magazines where they would show off like fashion and lingerie. <laughs> so yeah, get your fix wherever you can, bro. Man, that's crazy. There is this gas station I usually stop at when I go to work. And they still keep porn magazines. And for the longest time I couldn't understand why. Because who in their right mind would use that shit? But actually until someone pointed it out to me that like not far away from there is an old folks home. And these people they they don't know how to use nothing. No technology, no smartphone. Just good old-fashioned porn. In a magazine. So yeah... (laughs) Yeah, just old man Gerald, getting his fix before going to the orgy. You know that's another thing. A lot of old folks home, they have this issue of STDs because the tenants there, well, they're probably single and lonely, so they find a lot of time to sleep with each other. Because there's fuck else to do? What are you gonna do? Go down to the food hall, eat your little pie, and have your juice? No, you're, you're, you're fucking. You're fucking until you die. You're probably going to die while you're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to die at the ripe old age of 80. With a belly full of prune juice. And an old hag lips around my cock. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's glorious. And I think that's a good way to wrap off this episode. Thank you for listening. Bye!